rise and shine. Well, a very heavy, uh, heavy drip. We had a very dare. Let's go ahead. Terrace chase and let's go to the bed. They have the pet. Hello. Today, we will be counting to 1,423. <laughs> Today, we're going to count to 11 because guess what, guys? Episode 11. Woo! We did, we did it. <laughs> we did it, Nick. <laughs> we got to 11 episodes. I didn't think it would be done. I never <laughs> foresaw this day coming. Wait, can we, let's, let's just, whatever. Let's talk about the Spotify next wave thing. Cause that was hilarious. Fuck it. Yeah. So Megan. Nick and I are going to be the next wave of Spotify the, student podcaster. <laughs> Cause we all know I'm a student, a student of life. You're all of our students and we're the coaches. Is there a coach option for next wave? Oh my God. Spotify next wave coach. Spotify next yeah. wave proctor. Mm, I feel like I'm past student. Um, <laughs> I'm done with that phase of my life. Um, so Spotify has this new, I don't, I do not know the details of what this is, but pretty much that they're really encouraging like young people and students to submit their podcasts. Um, and they're going to do like, I guess, classes on all things podcasting, which will, which will be cool for us to learn. Cause we don't know what the hell we're doing as evident by literally every episode. And I'm a little ashamed that when yes. I realized it was like a class thing, I was like, uh, do we no, need when you classes were like, though? Master class. <laughs> and I, I was, was like, like, are we kind of yeah. past that? Yeah. <laughs> Clary's like, I feel like that's more for like episode one through five range. But now that we're <laughs> in the double digits, <laughs> Now that we made it past yeah. the monumental episode 10. Oh my God. It was pretty easy to get to double digits. We'll see if we get to triple. God. Do um, you realize that triple digits would be in like two full two years? years? I do realize that. Yeah. Will I still be alive? Right. Every time it's just like 2022 and I'm like, I'm not going to be around for that. <laughs> I will have been long deceased. And I was like, yeah, I'm not worried about that year coming and going. <laughs> like, that's cross yeah, that bridge. Yeah, you are, baby. Cross that Ferry Street Bridge. Anyways, Spotify is doing this, like, next wave podcasting thing, like, trying to find new and exciting podcasts, whatever. And, like, we had to submit our podcast, write a little <laughs> bio, whatever. And one of the things that they ask <laughs> is, <laughs> what's something you would like to learn in the master class? And so me and Can Corey are like... Maybe we just like submitted. Are like, are like, how can we make this sound as smart as possible? While literally all we want out of it is how do we get more people listening so we can quit our jobs and, and we do can this make money full time. And I said, Nick, the one with the college degree, you write our answers because I'm, I'm dumb. <laughs> I'm going to read you all what Nick submitted. We would love to learn more about the cultivate audience engagement and encourage listener growth. We would love to learn more about cultivate. In case they were wondering where the title of the podcast comes from, we really proved it right there. I was like, mm, ing, e. Um. Also, another. Fun little tidbit was there were four genres for you to choose from when submitting your podcast. There was entertainment, sports, and games, 
And we were like, okay, like kind of, um, we talk about the vow. We talk about water, the vow, um, (laughs) water, pissing on each other, wakeboarding on ourselves and wakeboarding, wakeboarding while we piss on each other. And then there was journalism and I was like, okay, even warmer. Like we're getting there for (laughs) sure. I would say we have journalistic aspirations. I don't know about you. And then the third genre was lifestyle and comedy. And I was like, okay, like this seems like a fairly good fit. Like we have lifestyles. It was like, it was like food and (laughs) food and style and wellness. And I was like, that doesn't super ring true because we are very unhealthy people. I was like, food and style, perhaps wellness. I was like being stylish, having eating disorders, (laughs) wellness, mm, perhaps not. I don't know her. Um, And then the fourth (laughs) genre, which really just spoke to our spirit. And I believe this should be a genre for any media form anytime, because I would only consume media from this genre (laughs) exclusively. It's called wild card. (laughs) And the description is. For the podcast that defy <laughs> categorization. So we'll let you guys choose which one we decided to submit. It was journalism. <sighs> what I if this was all games. because. What? <laughs> oh, <I'm kidding>. fuck, <laughs> Nick. You look so worried. You're like. <gasps> when you told me Dan was our special guest, and I was like, Haha, And you're what? just like, we didn't discuss it. <laughs> um, also, I didn't tell you about this. Uh, but I am currently partially deaf in one ear. <laughs> um, so Did yesterday- someone fuck you in it? Like, what happened? <laughs> someone. Claire was like, I need someone. Claire was like, I need to preserve my virginity. <laughs> oh, didn't you see on Twitter, I'm a born again virgin? That's what I was referencing. I am not going to lie. I was looking at some of my ex-boyfriend's tweets and I was like, mm, I pretend not to see it. And I was like, what if I was a born again virgin? So I decided I don't blame you. my I, virginity. I want to be a born again. I've never seen those tweets before. Girl. Person. I'm talking I, about a different person. I'm not even talking about the one you're thinking of. Oh, really? Okay. Because his, <sighs> I'm like. Even if I wasn't friends with you and didn't know anything about any of that, uh-huh. I would be like, this is so fucking cringy. How can someone have that idea, mull over it, and say, I'm going to open Twitter.com, go pit pat pat on my keyboard, and write the dumbest shit I've ever seen with my two eyes? It's. I agree. If you're listening, you don't know who the fuck you are. Oh, real quick. Yes. Something that back bothers to my deafness. Me, something that bothers me that I think you'll understand. It's this is a very millennial online Fuck Pinterest thing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we said yes. fuck half our audience. <laughs> when people say just did the thing. I have been guilty of this before. I used to think I was a millennial, so I thought it was appropriate Mm -hmm. to talk like that. It's not. If you cut your hair, I got a haircut. I dyed my hair. I cut bangs. I got a perm. Those are all appropriate things to say. Things that are never appropriate to say. Just did a thing. 
it has it has heck and pupper vibes and those people when you and i are president in 2028 (laughs) yes what's happening to them what are you gonna do Chris, like, what are we gonna do to them? (laughs) Um, let's just say we're both big fans of the Hunger Games. (laughs) Speak for yourself. I'm not a loser. I saw many a millennial posting a selfie, dropping off their ballot, and they're like, "Just did the thing," and I'm like, (laughs) "Me dropping off my ballot, like, (laughs) stopping our slip into fascism." Lol. You're like, hope my rights don't take, get taken away. LOL. <laughs> Saw a heckin' pupper on the way there. <laughs> I, I think something about also about, like, mail-in ballots, too, is that, like, there's a little Mail-in less... ballots have wealthy, millennial heckin' pupper vibes. Yeah, but there's also... There should be less just voted, did what the thing, isn't millennial? energy. <laughs> what like, isn't millennial but feels millennial? <laughs> Mail-in ballots. Voting. <laughs> Exercising your rights. <laughs> Stopping you fascism. <clears throat> overrated. Our, my, our girl, Glam Demon yes. 2004, is like Hi. under fire. <laughs> she oh. posted. <laughs> I mean, I agree with her. But oh, she, she posted a TikTok being like, these Gen Zs are like, she's like, I mean, I she agrees yeah. with their stance, but was like, Yes. They're like sensitive yes. and soft. I thought you meant like, under fire. Like she was been canceled by Buzzfeed. And I was like, what? no, she was canceled by a bunch of 15 year olds. The only voices that matter. Basically, she was saying that like this generation is pretty sensitive, but everyone's like ready to have a revolution. And she was like, you're not ready for war. Like you're too sensitive for that. But people are like, oh, yeah, time to overthrow the government down with capitalism. Let's install communism. And like, I'm like halfway there with you. Um, like, we, I disagree on some of the details, mayhaps, but. <laughs> I do agree we should kill the billionaires. Capitalism doesn't like go away. But not away. you, Spotify. Please choose us for your next wave thing. Not you, you wealthy Swedes. <laughs> Please. <laughs> We will be your next wave. We are a tsunami. Spotify is going to email us and be like, we want you to be our next podcast. And we'll be like, ready, master. (laughs) They're like, never mind. You guys are fucking weirdos. (laughs) Okay. Um, No, what I was going to say, capitalism isn't going to get like overthrown overnight, which is how I feel a lot of people like think about it. And I'm like, capitalism didn't arrive overnight. Like we transferred from feudalism over hundreds of years due to massive technological, social, everything changes. And it's like, yeah, no, no one politician is going to save the day. In the words of glam demon though, she said something along the lines of like, I don't think these people are ready to be operating guillotines. (laughs) And like, (laughs) she made a point. She, sis went off. If we ate and left no crumbs, (laughs) Censor all of that. I know someone who was with, who wasn't with, but like hooked up with a squirter a few times. Mm-hmm. And he had to lay down like three towels on the <laughs> She was like, I squirt. And he's like, okay, I didn't ask. And she's like, no, you like, I don't want to ruin your mattress. And I was like, okay, maybe <sighs> go outside in, like, like a dog. A like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, do I need to hose you down? 
So two days ago, we passed 1,000 listens, like total, for all of our episodes, which is so exciting. Um, I got yeah. a little emotional. I was, like, walking to the car after work when Nick texted me, because, again, he's the brains behind the operation. I was like, and hey, beauty, know. and she's like, hi, beast. <laughs> what Should we get those shirts that yes. were so popular in, like, beauty, 2013? Yeah, it's like, I'm the beauty, I'm the beast. One is, like, a bow, and one is, like, a weight. Wait, can one be like, I'm hers, I'm I'm hers. him's. I'm him <laughs> with the lips. That'd be good. That'd be kind of funny. If you know me personally, in 2017, I was in the musical Gypsy, and it was, like, my biggest role I've ever had. And it was, like, the best thing that ever happened to me. And it was, like, the thing that I have been, like, it is, like, the thing I've been the most proudest of, the most proud of my whole, I mean, the last, like, three years. And basically when it closed, I got, like, insanely fucking depressed and had just, like, a really rough time for, like, actively for, like, a year after and then, like, still a little bit for like the next two years after, like it's been, I've just had like a hard time adjusting after like having some, like an artistic thing that I was so proud of, like come to an end basically. And I kind of had to keep reminding myself the whole time that like, I will feel like passionate about a creative project again. I don't know when, but like, I know that I will at some point. And that is like, not to be dramatic, but like kept me (laughs) alive. (laughs) Afloat. And I was gonna say afloat, and then I was like, let's take this one step darker. Let's be dramatic. But yeah. I like had that same feeling of when I was like in the show and in rehearsal for it, and like when we opened, when Nick texted me and said we had a thousand listens. I just had that like, oh my god, like this is that moment of like I'm feeling that creative pride again, and like. I'm not that special. And that's all thanks to you, listeners. No, it's not. It's thanks to me and Nick. Because <laughs> 900 of those listens are me. Um, that was a joke. Or was it? Uh, <laughs> but no, it's definitely exciting. And like. This podcast has actually made me feel creatively fulfilled in a way that I like didn't ever think I would. And like. The other yeah. day at work, we were talking about, like, what, like, we wanted to do career-wise. And one girl was like, I want to work for the government. And I was like, I want to be a podcaster. <laughs> and she was Networking like, what? everywhere and I was you like, go. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you would hate it. Don't listen. I guess my longest standing job's, like, banana. Like, yeah. I was a full-fledged version of myself. I was, like, dialed up to, like, a 100. Yeah. I think I was like worse than I really am at banana. One time a customer tried on this like long peasant dress. And she it looked really good on her. And she was kind of like standing <laughs> there. Like, in the she looked room. like a farmer, but like cute, I guess. <laughs> well, I wasn't like lying to her, being like, you look really good. <laughs> she did look cute on it. But she was like, Where am I gonna wear this? And I was like, I don't know, spinning a field in it. And she Every employee, every other customer in the store thought that was the funniest shit they had ever fucking heard. Everyone's like, did you hear what Claire told that customer? And I was like, that is just how I talk. Not just, I I might, I I might cut this because I'm about to sound like an asshole. Mm -hmm. When you realize, 
I'm totally cutting this. This is just between us. But when you're, when you're like, I'm a funny person and you make a joke like that joke, it feels to me. And like, this isn't shitting on you. That is a cheap, easy joke. Like I wasn't even saying you weren't even like trying to, you weren't even trying to be funny. You're just like, go spin in the field. You dumb whore. (laughs) And everyone's like, you should do stand up. And it's like, Oh, it's that easy to make people laugh. Didn't realize. That's why this podcast might be successful. Something that I've learned. Bare minimum. I might, we can cut this too, but I'm just going to say it quickly. People have this conception that you have to be a certain level, a certain version of professional at like retail jobs where you can't even like be funny. And like, perhaps that wasn't super professional, but it wasn't unprofessional. It It wasn't inappropriate. It, thank you. I was yeah. people. Have I, I do want to. I, I do want to talk about this. Actually, okay. I was about to bring. Yeah, this let's up. go into it. People have associated unprofessional with inappropriate, and like while that can be true, it's yes. not one does not equal the other. It's yeah. like they're not synonymous. That's a word I learned. <laughs> no, if it's a Venn diagram, like there's a good amount of overlap, but like there's definitely many exceptions, and that's. Why I think and also, I'm God's gift. <laughs> she put you here for a reason. You and my foreskin here to save the world. Um, <laughs> she put me here to work fucking minimum wage retail jobs told, until I die. I cannot believe I told the stories I did last week. And and I went to anchor.fm and I said, publish. <laughs> like a dumb little whore. Can I talk about my deafness for one moment? Yes, go ahead. And then we'll go back to, I want to say some more stuff. Okay, last podcast. night at work. <laughs> no, I'm cutting you off. At the 28-minute yes. mark, you are cut the fuck off. Like your foreskin. <laughs> yes, master. You have to ask permission <laughs> if you want to talk more. For a backstory, I have basically been stoned for like seven days straight. <laughs> <laughs> I made the very fatal mistake of last Tuesday when I was going to my assistant job, not the, my other secret job, I would never, ever go to work high yeah. at that job. Yeah. I yeah. value yes. that too much, even though my coworkers hate me. You don't want them to give them a reason. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you can hate Bella me because of my personality. Bella Hadid doesn't care. Bella's fine with you going up, going to work high. Right. Bella doesn't care. Yeah. And it's not like yeah. I ever do anything like that requires a lot of brain work. Cells. Brain yeah. work. What? Brain work. It doesn't require a lot of work of brain. (laughs) And so I was like, you know, it's Tuesday. It's nine in the morning. Fuck it. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to get lightly high. And accidentally, I managed to get like balls to the walls high as shit. And I walk in and they were like, so you're going to be doing math on an Excel sheet today. And I was like, the one day I'm given an actual task, it's math. And I'm high. Are you fucking kidding me? So I sat there pitter pattering away, literally with my broken cracked ass screen. One of my coworkers tried to look at the time on my screen and spoiler, you cannot see the time on my screen. You have to go to time and date. It is within the crack. Yes, it is. Also within the crack is all the Wi-Fi networks. So when I try to choose a Wi-Fi network, you're going to love this. I have to click the Wi-Fi button and then I have to just screenshot what's in the bubble and then look at the screenshot and try to find how many like strokes down the Wi-Fi network I want to join is. And that's how I find it. I blindly click. 
Guys, we really need this podcast to blow up. I'm so fucking poor. You um, just need to get her a new computer. Anyway, I was sitting there, honestly, to a common person. I probably did not appear that high, and I probably wasn't. It was just like the... But when you're like that anxious about it. Yeah, it was you just probably like seem the high. You, theater you're like, of it yeah. all. I was just like, this is so funny. I can't believe I'm doing this. We're in this like silent room. I'm trying to figure out an Excel sheet. And I was like, I can't do this in silence. Yeah. So I put my favorite podcast, Two Girls, One Brain Cell on, in my own ears. I was like, did you put this on speaker over Bluetooth? I Chromecasted it to the TV in the office next door just so they could hear Mm. it too. Um, I sat there. Stoned to shit, trying to do mm-hmm. math with my Incredible. own podcast in my ears, laughing, like tears streaming down my face, laughing silently to myself and doing math incorrectly. So then I was like, this is fun. Let's just get high every night for the next week. And I, did I got so. way too high last night and I had work this morning at 6 a.m. I'd wake up. At f- I'd wake up at five and I woke up like. Not, I wasn't still high, but I like felt it because also we were smoking spliffs and like, ew, yeah, I've just been like lightly out of my mind all week. And then last night at work, all of a sudden my right ear just like plugs up out of nowhere. Like kind of like when you're on a plane, just Mm -hmm. my right ear. And I was like, huh, that's weird. That'll go away in a second. It didn't. (laughs) Spoiler. Something about the sensory deprivation of not being able to hear out of one ear and wearing a mask is unlike anything else. I was sober at work, but I felt like I was on drugs because I was like, I can only see and hear with one ear. I have no other senses, which was frightening. Sometimes one of my ears will just like, it'll sound like a gong went off in one ear just randomly. Mine sounds like the ocean in this one now. Basically, if I play I with it a little. I also fully have, how do you say it? Tinnitus? Tinnitus? The ear thing. I'm so sorry that I do not know how to pronounce that word. One time I said it out loud confidently and people made fun of me, so now I'm scared. I don't know what that is. Basically, I have come <laughs> to the conclusion that I just have a buildup of earwax that needs to be removed. And I don't know how the fuck that's possible. I Your clean ears my ears. Your ears I clean my ears clean every it. time I shower, though. So, like, at oh, least really? once a month. So, I don't understand how this is happening. Did you say you shower once a month? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, actually, you're not even supposed to clean your ears out because, theoretically, your ears clean the wax out themselves. And I'm How like, is that possible? I'm I've like, seen some motherfuckers with waxy-ass ears in my time. I've seen wax pouring out. Like, like hot candle wax. <laughs> Was I on LSD? <laughs> no. Um, I've never done That's that. That's all I have to say about my ear, but basically I'm like lightly deaf yeah. right now and it's making mm. everything weird. <laughs> like again, I feel like I'm on drugs right now and I'm not. That's annoying. I hate when <laughs> something you take for granted is like took taken away from you. Like it's a taken sense. away from you. <laughs> like one of your five senses that you use to perceive reality. <laughs> like when I go blind occasionally. <laughs> Oh my God. I'm sorry. Total opposite direction. I would just like to say I did not expect or realize that, um, yeah, Mr. Polenta himself does in fact listen to this podcast. 
I told you that he followed our account, though. I didn't realize that. Oh, okay. I wasn't paying attention. Corey once again blacked out. <laughs> I am. You have to understand that sometimes you say things to me and I might just be in a blackout. I texted you and I was like, Polenta man followed us. And you were like, ah, ha, ha. <laughs> 10 days later, sometimes. you're like, he doesn't listen. He doesn't know I exist. He does not know this podcast. <laughs> like He doesn't know my name. Yeah. Anyway, I would just like to say, hey, Polenta, what's up? What's good? I'm his so DM, glad we have you here. His DM to the account was so funny because I posted. It really sent me into fucking orbit. <laughs> right when we were, when I was about, or when we, I don't know, this is a joint venture. Right when the episode 10 was about to post, I was at Trader Joe's grocery shopping and I walked past Polenta and I was like, LOL. And I put it on the story. When and worlds this, collide. This man responded to it and was like, LOL, oh, really? thanks for the shout out. And I was like, ah! Like, <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> also, then I listened back to the episode and I fully was like pretend flirting with this man. You were just like, I was with a man whose dick resembled a role of polenta. And I was like, yeah, I saw him. He was hot. Hi. If you're listening. Hi. <laughs> we should have sex. And he was like, thanks for the shout out, I guess. <laughs> now he's <laughs> taken out a restraining order against me. <laughs> I'd never liked uh-huh. polenta anyways. <laughs> he seemed nice though. Like actually like seriously. He's a sweetheart. He's, he seems like a nice 10 out of 10. Yeah. Shout out polenta. Much yeah. love. I also want to say that we asked for. Oh, Jesus. we asked for you guys to send in sex stories and y'all, we thought we were crazy. I was like circumcised at 19. I'm the main character on planet earth. I am the most interesting. And you guys said, Y'all Buckle fucking up. delivered. <laughs> yeah, our listeners are all main characters because you guys are insane. <laughs> I was like, Living. oh, we really do attract the craziest of the crazy. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm proud of that for us. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to talk about the vow a little bit? Because yes. I personally watched the- <laughs> <laughs> I once again watched it on my phone during my lunch break and my break. After complaining for months about certain podcasts that I feel like have gone downhill and I'm like, they just mm-hmm. don't put in the work. Come on guys. Me yeah. frantically watching this week's episode of the vow at fucking four 30 when we're supposed to start <laughs> recording at five 30. I'm like, Oh fuck. Gotta ingest this. <laughs> to be fair. If, if you and me talking to each other over zoom for two hours was our full-time job and we were making like hundreds of thousands of dollars, I think I could find time to watch the vow. And I think you could too. You know, like mayhaps, but, um, we are both dedicated. I watched it on my phone and, uh, here are some notes I took. Um, um, I took, can I read mine first? Yeah. Read your first, read your one and only note. (laughs) I feel like I have a lot of trouble when I get to the podcast retelling what happened. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'm going to make a like timeline. So I like can remember I wrote down. They're trying to arrest Sarah and then nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> because, okay, before we start talking about it, after this episode, I do understand why some people started tuning out. I agree. And, but I wouldn't say it's, I still don't think it's too long. I don't think that's the issue. This just felt unfocused. It really did. It was all over the fucking place. I was More like, so than this podcast. I'm just saying something. I, 
<laughs> maybe we wouldn't go that far, but it was like, there are just many different storylines going on. And like, I kind of wish they stuck to one and had it throughout multiple episodes because I, I feel like each episode is like about a different thing. So this one was kind of about, I literally don't even know. What it's was about, it about? It's about how Nexium goes after people who defect, but like we already knew that. Um, yeah, it felt like a lot. Okay, my perception go, of this episode. We what? didn't get back to Jane and Rachel at all. No. My perception of this episode, it was all basically like stuff we knew. And then they quietly peppered in some a bangers. weird trip to the Dalai Lama. Where On Keith- a private jet. Or Keith, our fucking lord and savior, wore a North Face fleece <laughs> and khakis. It was, he looked so stupid. Sitting next to the Dalai Lama, he was like, ridiculous. Yeah, so I have this organization. He was like, there in his he's like, North we're face. equals. He's like, <laughs> he's like, me and the Dalai Lama, two intellectual spiritual powerhouses. <laughs> and the Dalai Lama was like, speak for yourself, sis. <laughs> the Dalai Lama's like, I don't know her. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what if the Dalai Lama listens? <laughs> He's our India listener. Self says um, the Dalai Lama. <laughs> well, they're like, here's some weird t shirt. Would y'all wear that? Yeah, let us know. Speak for yourself, sis. The Dalai Lama. <laughs> His holiness, the Dalai Lama. Oh my God. Can you put a picture of Keith on the back in a North Face? Like, it should, it should be on a North Face coat. Okay, these are the notes I wrote down before we started recording, so I knew what to talk about. Keith had baby with lawyer lady. Keith has been having sex with Lauren for 18 years? Question mark. Keith has been raping teenagers because their soul is older than their body? Question mark, question mark. They really just told us that and we're like, and they were like, that what you will. And they're like, <laughs> was, and now we're going to do close ups of Catherine for five minutes, pensively looking out her window. <laughs> and I was like, I would like to go back real quick to that thing you just mentioned. If we can, I wish the whole episode back. had been centered around that. Or like, I wish there had been some sort of like a main character of the episode, at least not that I, not that I needed like a content warning, but like some people would. And they're like, by the way, like, rape and child molestation like i do think that in i think three and four if people are if like people who would be triggered by that content probably probably gone by now yeah because like it's like oh like this man holds women down and brands them and someone who's triggered by (laughs) that would be like okay so i have found my personal line points have been made but yeah i'm i'm always pro warning in the beginning um but also it is about a sex cult um (laughs) this is a fair point but also you knew what you were getting into no um dalai lama was there Catherine wants her daughter india back her mom Catherine's mom (laughs) comes to support her and her also her mom is the princess of hungary what who knew that had royalty um they literally talked about it in the episode before no, no, I know, I know, I knew, I just didn't know Hungary had royalty. Oh. No, I knew, I knew that they were like related to royals, got but it, I was it, like, oh, it. Hungary has royals. That's interesting. Ah. Sarah is really sad this episode and keeps crying and being like, I need to get those girls out. And I'm like, I get, uh, yeah, you do. <laughs> 
I was like, the, okay. yes. Is that all your notes? No. Um, there, and then they start talking to a New York Times reporter. And that man was funny when he was like, self-help is not for me. <laughs> like, get me away from that shit. You're like, same. <laughs> I was like, I like Barry. And Nexium goes after defectors who speak out, a.k.a. Scientology. But like, we kind of already knew that. And that's kind of this whole episode. My mouth did drop. I do want to get back to Keith has been having sex with Lauren for like 18 years because 18 years ago she was definitely under 18. Yes. It makes, and she's Nancy's daughter. I know it makes Nancy a whole lot less funny. Her and her dumb eyebrows when it's like, she probably knew it was going on. It makes makes Nancy. And I knew, I knew this was going to happen eventually where Uh like, where we kind of stop having as much fun talking about this because it's so fucked up. Like while I was watching this, I was like, God, these this is so sad. I was like, I don't know how I'm gonna make this funny. It's just so sad. But yeah. Sorry. But like (laughs) I like how we're like, we're approaching topics with minimal sensitivity, and we're like, these people's lives are ruined. It makes Nancy like just flat out like evil. I'm just like, you just like sold your daughter out like that. I know I'm I'm not excited to hear the like real backstory behind it. I mean, that's just like yeah. speculation because that's but something I, I wish we, I wish we heard more. I want to know more about Keith. Like I want to know where he grew up. I want to know like his origin story, you yeah. know? Cause I'm like, I bet. where did he go to school? Like how I did bet he... he's an average ass motherfucker. I bet he yes. went to South Eugene high school, had yeah. a 3.5 GPA. We're not average. Went to like... U of O. <laughs> I will actually fucking gut you like a fish. <laughs> uh-huh. I I want to know. I want more of that stuff just as a viewer. Like I'm more interested in like the Keith Lauren Nancy dynamic than like trying yeah. to get India out. Cause we learned about India last episode. That's the first time we've heard about her. I, yeah. I'm like losing interest. <laughs> I mean, they've said so many times. You're just like, like, yeah, they're branded. We know she's branded. And it's like, okay. And? Yeah. Okay, the whole... There was an interesting editing choice where it was, like, going back and forth between, like, Keith and Sarah on the phone with, like, the FBI and, like, the police. Sorry, fucking Mark. Mark. Yeah, yeah, I get them confused. Yeah, me too. Sorry. (laughs) Vaguely homosexual. Okay. Who also have sex with women. What was Mark? Mark was saying that about that guy, Jim, who was like uh-huh. head of legal. And he was like, I was like, okay, so I wasn't off for the record. No, you I was, weren't off. Yeah. The way he was talking about him was gay as hell. Yeah. I was like, okay, these men really just need to suck each other off. I feel like all the problems would be solved. Honestly. If they don't just blow each other. I just solved Nexium. That's all I have to say about the vow too. I let's try to finish it and then get back to each other. Cause I don't, I let's just try to finish it by next week. Like watch the remaining four episodes. Yeah, okay. I can. If something great that. happens. I'll let you know. I mean, I'm sure in four episodes, interesting things will happen. I mean, I just can't imagine there's going to be any other crazy plot twists. You know, I think like, mm-hmm. The yeah. FBI is going to intervene and say, uh, Keith, what the fuck? You're a racketeer. Go to prison. 
They're like, what you up to, you little racketeer? And they're going to be like, like oh, Nancy, what the fuck? Grow your eyebrows back out. Stop being a piece of shit. And she'll be like, oh, you got me. And that's the end. And then like, <laughs> yeah. Nippy and Sarah will live happily ever Nippy's after. hot. I did want to say that. Nippy's is. hot. I know. Also, if you guys were wondering, no update on Tourette's guy. That's the I biggest think that was all. Yeah. I was waiting for her to be the main character. I like. I really like Ariana Grande. I like mm-hmm. her two previous albums, "Thank You Next" and "Sweetener," way more than "Positions." I think "Positions" okay. is fine. It kind of not, not her best, but like it, it's fine. Yeah, there's like I don't. There's definitely some skippable songs, and there's some like decent songs. It's fine. However, it is. It reeks of new relationship horniness, which is like a large pet peeve of mine. When people are in a new relationship and they're like, we fucked for 17 straight hours. And I'm like, that sounds fucking miserable. That's just because you've never fucked for 17 hours. <laughs> You're like around the eighth hour, it starts to get boring. But if you can hang in there until till hour 11, like, that's what a- Like really episode peaks. 11, like we're peaking. <laughs> no, that's low key baby. happening with a friend of mine right now, actually. I... I'm very, like, I'm happy for her and, like, whatever doesn't actually, like, affect me that much. But there is just an amount of new relationship horniness that is just a little cringy when you write music about it. And this album is dripping with that. The song, 34 plus 35. Do math. What does that equal, Nick? 72. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, a, a, A sweet 69. My favorite sex position, 72. (laughs) (laughs) it's where (laughs) it's where you sit like an L I I do downward dog (laughs) and you roll up in a fetal position and cry (laughs) maybe you want a 72 the song is just dripping with also I think it's poorly written Okay. not that I can write music in the least However, some of the lyrics... You are allowed to have opinions, though. <laughs> I am, true. Um, and I got a lot of them. Some of the lyrics... <laughs> hold on, I'm going to pull them up and I'm going to read some of my favorites. Okay, I'm, I literally haven't heard the song. Oh, great. Do you want me to sing it for you? Hmm, <laughs> you might think I'm crazy the way I've been craving. Wait, is this real? I, I was joking, but those oh, okay. are the lyrics. Oh, You might think I'm crazy the way I've been craving. If I put it quite plainly, just give me them babies. So what you doing tonight? Better say doing you right. So it's like that energy. My favorite lyrics, however. Okay, also the chorus. I've been drinking coffee. I've been eating healthy. You know I keep it squeaky. (laughs) If anyone ever describes her. She has a clean anus. (laughs) Like what is she saying? Her vagina's squeaky. What sort of 69? Girl, I, I, I don't, oh 69 doesn't have to involve the ass. It can involve the vagina. No, that's why I'm like, what, what, why is she talking about what food it she's eating? It is just so fucking cringy. She's like, I had a bowl of kale today ready for you, master. <laughs> you drink it just like water. You say it tastes like candy. If a guy ever licked my pussy and then said it tastes like candy, I would kill myself. <laughs> But here's the worst of all. Can I have Coke? We're out of Coke. Is my pussy okay? <laughs> <laughs> is my pussy okay? Um, okay, this yes. is the worst one. Which I, I, have a, I have a lot to talk about on this one. 
<laughs> Baby, you might need a seatbelt when I'm riding. I'm going to leave it open like a door. Come inside it. Okay. For starters, you might need a seatbelt when I'm riding. Doesn't the rider of the vehicle usually need the seatbelt? Have you ever gotten in a car and been like, buckle up? <laughs> like, car? Because I'm going to drive this thing into the ground. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Of all the things you could leave open yes, and I have let done someone. That. <laughs> Do you ever just buckle the seatbelt of the passenger seat? Because you're like, I'm going to be crazy. <laughs> that, like, that just makes no sense. I buckle in my imaginary friend. <laughs> and you're like, Philippa. I'm like, Philippa. <laughs> Buckle up, Philippa. Of all the things that you could leave open and let someone come inside, a door is just like such an... It was like that was the first thing she thought of and they were like, yeah, that's fine. Let's go with that lyric. No one said like, hey, great concept. Let's like expand upon it. Let's explore other things that could be entered. (laughs) I'm gonna leave it open like a pickle jar. Come inside it. Like even that's slightly better. Are we musicians? (laughs) However, this has sparked a conversation. Yes. And I know that like comedians, for example, Tom Segura did like a whole stand-up bit about 69ing and how it's like stupid. (laughs) Okay. So I know I'm not Actually, also, I don't know. You probably didn't hear this episode. Call Her Daddy for episode 69. They were like, they hyped it up and they were like 69 special. And then the episode (laughs) starts and they're like, so we both think 69ing is stupid and uncomfortable and we won't be discussing it. And I was like, that's fucking hilarious. Not good. Yeah. Should we bait everyone and say that yes. Alex Cooper and Sophia Franklin are on this episode to discuss 69ing with us? Like, Guys, get ready. Special guest, the fathers are back together. <laughs> we reunited them. The power of our brain cell. Alex yeah. and Sophia want nothing to do with us. Sophia, let us on. Um, Please. Yeah, like dead ass. So I know this is like a hot, <laughs> hot take. I so desperate. I was like, dead ass. <laughs> I fucking guess I'm going to fucking kill myself. I was like, I want this podcast to be on Sloop Meat. That's so bad. Nick's crying. Sophia, come on. Yeah. Come on, you was, bitch. So, Sophia, if you don't let us on Sloop Media, you are homophobic. <laughs> and I'm mad. <laughs> So back to 69ing. I okay. 69ing with our friend Sophia. Come on out. <laughs> as soon as I feel like anyone as a like teen learns what 69ing is, yeah. It is immediately like it's turned it's like turned into this thing where everyone's like ever not like it's a, everyone it's a meme. wants to. Yes. It is uh, such a fucking <laughs> sorry i'm eating too many olives it becomes like mystified and it's like this thing of like mm-hmm. sex is like this crazy thing and like people like 69 and like have you it's like titty fucking like mm. who actually titty fucks me when i was 16 it's weird it's you're not, not pleasant. you're not into that titty fucking i'm gay okay <laughs> if you are the one with the penis involved i imagine it is fun you are Rubbing your wiener between two things. Two boobies. <laughs> and then you get to come. Like, yeah, I think that yeah. must be fun for you. Yes. As the booby participant, you are lying there like this, holding your titties together if they're not, like, enormous. Speak for yourself. 
trying to like rub the top of it. As, like make a little cave. You're trying to rub your nipples counterclockwise. <laughs> and you have someone's belly in your face. It's yeah. fucking foul. And then they come on your neck and you're like, oh, that was so hot, babe. And then you go to Starbucks. There's. <laughs> he was not titty fucking me when I went to Starbucks. I know, I know, I know. Do not slander polenta like that. I never let polenta That's who it was. fuck me. Mm-hmm. Shout out. But I did get titty fucked in high school. But 69ing gives me the same energy as that. Well, I don't I, I don't understand titty fucking at mm-hmm. all because mm-hmm. like there is no I mean, unless just like having someone hump your chest is like a turn on for you, which like no shame in your game. But like there's not a way to like stimulate your clit or like really even play with your nipples. Like there is you're yeah. literally just like a body lying there. Like you could titty fuck a corpse. I'm not endorsing that. But you could. Spoilers However, for listener mail. <laughs> <laughs> Dead ass. No, no, no. But like same realm, <laughs> I guess. Hell yeah. Is necrophilia. <laughs> so I'm going into this with I understand kind of why you would want a 69. However, mm-hmm. I don't fucking get it. I have 69 okay. a grand total of like two or three times, all with the same person, the same one who did he fucked me. What's up, dude? And the 69ing, oh my God, I just genuinely think it is the most foul act. It is, I remember while it was happening, I was like, I'm sweaty. Mm-hmm. Our stomachs are like rubbing together all weird and I don't like that. I like to not be perceived. Like, I don't want your stomach touching mine at all. Don't perceive I don't want to come across like a prude. No. There was too much going on. It was like an overstimulation in a really just like this sucks way. It's like if there's a there's a dick in your mouth and like he's licking your pussy. Let's think of this as like target practice. The dick in your mouth, it's like hard to miss, <laughs> you know? It's hard unless you have a tiny little wiener for like it to slip out yeah. or like for it to completely miss your mouth. For his tongue to miss your clit or like a pleasurable part, so much easier that it ends up being you're giving a really uncomfortable blowjob while he like licks your labia. And we don't like that. No, it's not okay. pleasurable. Okay. I Libya, like labia like Qaddafi. Um <laughs> <laughs> What what is your take on 69ing? My take is that I have enjoyed it. The, How many times have you done it? Um, twice, I think. There was penises involved, though, yes? I am a homosexual. I'm just trying to catch you slipping. <laughs> I'm secretly straight. I'm closeted. <laughs> um, I'm closeted hetero. <laughs> Plot twist. No, like, it's just you're getting head and you're giving head. And I like both of those. So, like, it's enjoyable. Yes. The thing that Tom Segura said that I find so poignant. Straight people don't like 69ing. I think gays and lesbians fuck with it heavily. I would argue it would be worse for lesbians. I have not 69 with a woman. However, that is so much target practice at once. It is hard when you're, like, significantly different heights than the person. Yeah, the fuck it is. Yeah. Oh, that's, oh my God, I'm having a repressed memory. The first guy I did it with, we were really close in height, which worked really well. And then I tried it with the dude who was way taller than me 
and it did not work. Mm. I was like, why? Like, we ended up like he had to kind of like do a crunch. Hot. <laughs> Muscle so stud. Sexy. So sexy. He's so ripped. Yeah. Doing just, ab works out while he fucks. <laughs> okay, the problem is that like, I spe- maybe this is just a me thing. Okay. I don't like stay still while I'm like, when someone's like going down on me. It's, I'm like not just like laying there like a corpse. Like, like there's a little bit of like squirming or you're like hip thrusting or all of the above squirming. I mean like involuntary. <laughs> I'm not like, mm, my like sexy, a, you're like, I'm a little gummy worm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a little tadpole getting my like, pussy. <laughs> gotta catch my labia. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I feel like if you have two parties with vaginas, mm. both squirming and worming, mm-hmm. it's like, why don't we just each take our time? I'll dedicate some time to you. You dedicate some time to me. Everything you said earlier where you're like, it's just overhyped when you're like a 13 year old or whatever. It's a novelty. You do it once and you're like, all right, can check that off my bucket list. Whatever. I guess we're just in it now. What's like, what positions do you like? Okay. Oh, also fucking thing. We are no longer having an Emily in Paris corner because Clarice said this is too much. It was too much. It was not worth my time and energy that I could devote to talking about 69ing. Okay. I, when I was a young person, mm-hmm. I like high schooler. <laughs> As a 23 year old. <laughs> I remember Michaela had this app that was like 150,000 sex positions. And we, I downloaded it too. And we both had these like weird goals of like doing every single one. Some of them are so goddamn absurd. It's like the man does a headstand while the woman stands on his feet and back bends backwards and sucks his dick. Favorite sex positions? Fucking missionary. Thank doggy. you. Holy right. shit. I, I do. I rather like to ride a dick, mm-hmm. which was a fear of mine for many years. But like there's... I mean, there's obviously like small variations within those. It's like you're on your back and you put your legs over his yeah, shoulders yeah. or like you put one leg over his shoulders or like, or like doggy style, like either he's in between your legs or you're in between mm-hmm. his legs. Like there's variations, but there's essentially three positions. <laughs> there's like, yeah. I mean, if we're talking about like penis, vagina, sex, yes. there's like girl on her back, guy on his back, everyone's on all fours. And yeah. then there is... Slight variations throughout it. Yeah. I, if I ever asked someone, what's your favorite sex position? And they were like, doing a headstand, we would not be friends. I, okay, for me, missionary, there's a reason it's the standard. It's easy. It's great. <laughs> have I talked to you about? It feels good. Have I talked to you about frauding? Isn't it where you grab your dicks together and like jack off one yes. big multi-cock? Yes. So that, while in missionary, is fantastic iconic if two, Amazing. Pe- two people with penises like on top of each other and one person is like holding both of them and like jerking both of them off <laughs> incredible show stopping never been done before <laughs> like literally Nick it's, invented frauding it's what lady gaga had in mind when she said born <laughs> this way <laughs> okay like <laughs> I was born to fraud. I was born to fraud. When she said heavy metal lover, she meant frauding lover. (laughs) 
No, but that it's like so pleasurable. That and also just standing and doing it is also great. Can't go wrong with it. It's a phenomenal sensation. Also, when I told a straight friend about it, I was I was telling him about because I did that on prom night. Told him about it like two days later or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. And he like grabbed both of our dicks and like jerked both of us off at the same time. And this straight friend goes, see, that sounds so I wish. Never mind. And I was okay. like, sir, there's a lot to unpack there. Yeah, I was like so much. You said so little. He was like, so I wish much. I could do that with everyone in the brotherhood. Missionary is great. I also enjoy. I enjoy being ridden. Mm-hmm. Also great. I also like, I don't know if you like this as mm-hmm. the one usually being penetrated. <laughs> Clarice, I guess I'm not the penetrator. <laughs> Me, my big ass cock. Clarice, the penetrator. Um, <laughs> it's my stage name. <laughs> <laughs> That's your 4chan Nazi username <laughs> with Peter. <laughs> Yes, Nick, as the penetrator. <laughs> I, uh, how do I describe this? Like holding the person, like carrying yes. them like in up against the wall and like having their like legs, like kind of like riding your hips. How do you <laughs> I'm say picturing, that? I'm, re- I'm really picturing me hoisting someone up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <me too. laughs> I'm picturing you hoisting. Wait, this, 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 this is the picture of the people in the chain link fence. Yep. 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 Can you edit our faces on? (laughs) I don't really like that personally. You're not into that. I'm just afraid I'm going to get dropped. (laughs) That's valid. That's a valid. Okay. 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 I haven't been able to do this. (laughs) You, me and Megan. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Oh, also, real quick. I'm sorry. Yeah. The boyfriend meme of like the guy looking back at a girl and his girlfriend's like <laughs> Us. you me and megan and any combination is funny <laughs> literally yes <laughs> any combo is hilarious <laughs> that's such a good point I know. one of my favorite ways to get fucked that I haven't been able to do in literally years because my bed is too close to the ground now. Oh. I love a nice like bend over the bed. Oh yeah, super hot. When I lived, you could at do it on like your kitchen table. My glass kitchen table and shatter it. <laughs> that would be a story. I, Episode. 12. I literally <laughs> love that table too much. Clary, if you broke that table from fucking it, I'd be like, so I drove to bend. With you, high as fuck for no reason. I wasn't driving. That table's too short. I'm like taller than we think I am. Back of the couch. I'm trying to find reasons to. I'm just Thanks, like, Nick. we're gonna make this work. <laughs> Did I tell you about the time when I almost hooked up with a coworker from Banana? You have, but I forget what it is. Okay. I don't know what attracted me to this man because, in retrospect. <laughs> I don't know what I saw. Okay. I think he was just the only straight man for miles around. And I just like wanted to hop on that. I guess I, on multiple occasions, on multiple occasions, I did want to fuck coworkers. That's happened. This is going to, okay, whatever. That happens with (laughs) teachers when male teachers are not even hot, but just 
not ugly, I'm always like, oh my God, they're beautiful. Why? Who knows? My senior year, we got a new econ teacher in school. And objectively, like, good looking guy, whatever. Not a fucking 10, though. But literally, one girl tweeted, I can't believe how dreamy the new econ teacher is. Jesus Christ, keep it in your pants. <laughs> I was like, girl, you are bold. She's like, I want this teacher to rail me so bad. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, Philippa, you are a sophomore. <laughs> Please. I feel like I blacked out a lot of this. I. <laughs> Your head like flirted with him. He's so not my type. He's like you don't need to justify uh, it. I get it. Like well, it's just like I'm trying to like rationalize it within myself because I'm too much of a lesbian to have ever wanted that man to enter me. Mm -hmm. However, I wanted him to enter me. I think I just like wanted to say I fucked a coworker. I'm gonna go with that because that makes me feel better. Yeah, I get it. He was a short king, average, whatever. I got his information. I like got him to text me. I'm to ask me out on a date. And I was like, fuck yeah. All the pieces are in mistakes. place. <laughs> he takes me, takes me to sixth street grill. And he was being weirdly the most romantic secret. place in Lane County. <laughs> okay. Well, it was, I don't want to roast this man, but he was being like secretive about it. I was like, Oh, like, where are we going? And he's like, it's a surprise. And it was sixth street grill. And we drove there in his Honda Civic. And I was like, why was this a secret? Anyway, before this date, we've had like one conversation (laughs) at work. I'm going to ask you to define a secret. (laughs) (laughs) Because I think we're on different pages. Like, sir, you know nothing about about me. what constitutes a secret? So I can't explain this in any way other than this man talked like he was giving a TED talk at all times. He was constantly speaking like a motivational speaker and me being who I am as a human being. At one point, I looked at him across the table and I said, why do you talk like you're giving an inspiration? And he's like, why do you talk like a cunt? And he spat in my face and walked out. Um, no, apparently he was into that Oh, because I got him to come back to my place. We were making out and things were getting hot and heavy and... Previously, my dear, sweet, beloved manager at Banana, Candace, love her, God bless, had told me I wasn't allowed to have sex with him on the first date. Because <laughs> she was like, stop being a whore. I don't know. I mean, she wouldn't have actually cared if I had to preface it because, boy, do I have stories I love when where my people retail didn't managers care. Are like, stop being a whore. <laughs> I was like, nothing in my contract. Okay. No one at my current job would tell me to stop being a whore because they don't know jack shit about me. Maybe this is when I realized I was a lesbian because I was like, (laughs) we're like getting into it. And I was like, not into it. So he was getting into it and you were like, haha, not me. Yeah, I could feel his big old boner. Mm. And at the time, as you all know. (laughs) Why? Meat wand. As you all know, I had been having some issues with dudes not being able to get hard. Meat wand? You heard me. I'll say uh, it again. Okay. <laughs> That's my password for all my accounts. <laughs> Try it. Go Meet to braincellgirls.com. Braincellgirls.com slash meatwand. 
to see the uncut photo of my dick. What if for no context spoilers, it's just a dick pic? It's like, episode 11. <laughs> it's my collateral. Okay. Oh, my God. But I was excited because I could feel that he was, in fact, erect. And I was like, oh, good, it works. And then I realized. You're like, I my like Arby's pussy him. hasn't scared this man <laughs> off yet. <laughs> we made eye contact. Mm. And I realized that this man had a gigantic booger hanging out of his nose. And let me say, the sentence I just said was painful to even utter. I hate that word. There is no word for the substance that forms and comes out of one's nose that doesn't make me physically ill. The B word, mucus, snot. Sorry, I should have added a trigger warning because those are the most, those are the three most foul words in the whole entire world. There trigger is not warning, a keyword. Mucus. Okay, at least mucus is a little bit more like scientific. Yeah, it's like medical, but like if I went to the doctor, I'm like, I got boogers. I would, oh God, that like made me uncomfortable to say. I hate that fucking word. Also, like if it was you, I could be like, go blow your nose. If I was on top of you. (laughs) Nick, go blow your nose. (laughs) And I'm like, but Gloria, I'm so hard from your Arby's pussy. (laughs) We have a weird friendship. That's what it was like in Joshua Tree. <laughs> Corey's going to really sleep and she's friends. like, I'm mad. And I'm like, well, not for long. And then I got on top of her. We need to talk about that at some point in time because that is yes. like one of our best defining friendship solidifying moments. I could have forgotten about you. And then that weekend put you in my heart forever. Before that, you were forgettable. <laughs> We've been we've been friends every couple of episodes. I every, like to be like Nick every and I couple were episodes. friends until yesterday. <laughs> it's getting closer closer to the present, and I'm like, eventually it's going to be in the future, and I have to like work towards it. <laughs> it's like your emotional mode. She's like, she's like, yeah, I'm doing this podcast with this guy. I don't really know. <laughs> I have seen his uncut cock, though. Oh, God. Whew. Okay, anyway, I don't know this man well enough to tell him he's got a nose full of sh- bullshit. So I told him instead. I was like, <clears throat> oh, I have, I am, like, half naked. I have, <laughs> You shoved your finger have, up his nose. <laughs> Get back in there, you. <laughs> <laughs> I had one finger in the nose and one finger in the ass. Mm. That's the real shocker. The important holes. The only holes that matter. Okay. I saw a tweet right at the beginning of COVID that was like, I'm scared to get a COVID test because what if I find it's my like fourth hole? I got COVID tested and it was not my fourth hole. It was just unpleasant. Yeah, absolutely not. I am titties out. This man is like sucking on my nipples. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We need to stop. (laughs) My life coach says I'm not allowed to have sex on the first date. And I kicked him out of my house and we never spoke again. (laughs) And we worked together. I fucking saw this man at work. So if you ever get grossed out by a man while you're about to have sex, just tell him your life coach said no. 
I didn't have a life coach. Oh just my in God. case you missed that. 19-year-old me If someone ever said to me, I can't have sex on the first date, my life coach told me not to, I would be like, cool, copy, bullet, (laughs) dodged, and I would exit. I wonder if he thinks about that, because I think about it from time to time. Chloe, you scarred him. No, can you tell tell the story, because we've alluded to it a few times, you getting caught by your parents or something? Oh, motherfucker. Okay. That one's honestly kind of a bummer. Okay, so everyone lower your expectations for the laughs. Okay, this is what we mean by wild card. You don't know what you're gonna get. (laughs) So, my junior year of high school, trauma. I had gotten dumped by my first like nice boyfriend. Well, I was outed by a neo-Nazi, so that sounds really fucking hard. (laughs) I had gotten dumped. Two weeks before prom. I didn't have a date. And then, oh God, this is a fun part. I don't know if you know this. I got dumped two weeks before prom. And I asked Connor, who was at the time was like my best fucking friend. I texted him and I said, Chris just dumped me. I don't have a date to prom. Will you please take, will you take me to prom? I need you as my best friend to be my date. And what did Connor say? He said, I don't want to do that because it would be a pity date. And I said, all right, message received. Nine months later, he was, in fact, my boyfriend. So I'm sorry that you guys didn't hear me audibly react to that. But my jaw was agape. (laughs) (laughs) Holy His jaw hit the I floor so hard. I can't believe you still talk to him. <laughs> I, I, it would be a pity date. I would have gone a problem with you. Aw, baby. I didn't know you. <laughs> We'd never met. We were preschool fiancés. <laughs> Clary's like, Nick, we met last week, you weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> Nick and I met in Joshua Tree. What are you fucking talking about? Nick, we met We met in when the I Zoom surprised call. you for your birthday. <laughs> Is this not an Omegle chat? Are you not some just fucking stranger Clarice I'm like, my titties too? Going to surprise a stranger. <laughs> As I was saying though, I really in high school like to teeter a line of like, I'm a bad bitch and I take no shit. And mm. like, I'm a doormat. You can literally walk all over me and just rub your fucking feet all over my face. You go from being a stampede to being trampled. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. I really do either. She's but, verse. Okay, so. <laughs> verse <God>. queen. <laughs> verse queen Clar. That's my new Instagram handle. Follow me. Okay. So. I'm like, I'm waiting. I've gotten dumped <laughs> two weeks before prom. Begged Connor to be my date. Mm-hmm. He said no. Who did he go the with? The day he went with our friend Abby Wilson, which was weird as shit. And like, she was my friend too. And low-key, I was like, why the fuck did you accept his promposal? She was like, yes, I couldn't say no. And I was like, why is no one on my side ever? And it's like, because you were a raging bitch all the time. That's why. I'm really just figuring it out now. <laughs> Who Sorry. needs therapy when you have your own brain, said Chloe. <laughs> <laughs> Chloe's like, also, why don't people like me? Because I'm unlikable. Solved it. <laughs> 
can't believe you haven't commented on the fact that I've been drinking all of the juice. It's because I don't want to talk about it because it's making me gag. That plus the B word discussion, I was like, I this might be the first, not the last, but the first time I will vomit on on <laughs> Mike. <laughs> so I get dumped. For some reason, I immediately start like texting my friend who was now a cop, a married cop in Nevada. So like the one that you were going to get married to. No. What? You weren't you like he like proposed to you after high school. Or he didn't propose to me. He he wanted to get engaged like at graduation. And I said, no, <laughs> there was never a proposal. Though. No, blue lives aren't real. <laughs> Sayonara. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> anyway, you're like, I'm in a committed relationship with a homosexual. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> I went from him. I went from a future cop to a homosexual. And when I dated Matt in between there, but that's neither here nor there. Mm. So, okay. I immediately started texting him and like, shout out to him. He really jumped on it while I was vulnerable and in the moment. Love that. And was like, I've always liked you. And I was like, (laughs) I need attention so bad right now. Sure. (laughs) We started like hooking up because I was sad. And then basically I immediately started lying to my parents about it because I thought that was like fun and flirty. About dating this guy? Were you dating or hooking up? At first we were hooking up, then we were dating. Okay, cool. And I was lying about all of it. Copy. My mom was like, you need time to heal and get over cr- Don't date d-. And I was like, I do what I want. Side note, <laughs> do you want me to bleep these names? fair. No, you can th- I don't care. Okay. Like Especially d- Keep that shit in there loud and proud. D-. Officer d-. Reno, Nevada. Go egg his car or whatever. <laughs> He's living I'm Reno 911. <laughs> You're like, everyone go assault a police officer. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be banned from the state of Nevada. <laughs> Not much to be banned from. Sorry, Janessa. (laughs) I want people to invite me to go to Vegas and for me to be like, I can't. I'm actually banned from the state. (laughs) I'm not allowed in the borders of Nevada. (laughs) Nevada. Because I told everyone to assault an office. (laughs) (laughs) Uncut. I start dating this man. Like your cock. And then, basically, I was lying about it. Just blatantly. And like, my mom knew. Mm-hmm. My mom knew. Mom's always knew. Also, I was essentially grounded like all of high school because I was constantly failing math. And for some <laughs> and reason, your job I was, was like, like, Excel spreadsheet. And you're like, I wasn't prepared. <laughs> I was like, I did just smoke a joint. <laughs> um, so basically, I, one night, we've been together for like a month at this point, me and mm. and I lied and said I was going to go stay the night with my friend, Abby. My mother knew where both Abby and lived, which was uh, me slipping big time. (laughs) Should have lied about location. Susan caught me slipping. (laughs) Susan really got me slipping. It was such a stupid lie. Like looking back on it, I'm like, how stupid do I think my mom is? Like, she's not stupid. Yeah, I genuinely what a fuck in like it was something she would have done as a high schooler. Like am I, I was so, just brain dead. Same like being grounded didn't mean jack shit. <laughs> You're like going to Abby's. <laughs> anyway, I'm like getting being grounded meant jack shit. <laughs> it really 
He did. You said, Basically, fuck your authority, mom. Oh, so his parents are out of town for the weekend. Of course, I mean, yeah. <clears throat> Funny thing also, <laughs> recently, <laughs> my brother asked my parents, like, why did you guys never go out of town when we were in high school? Like, why were we never alone for the weekend? And my mom fucking looks at me and they're like, well, your sister was fucking, she's goes, well, your sister was a wild child. I didn't trust her. Oh my God. Like, Excuse me. And I was like, she's like, she would have thrown a party or something. And I was like, no, the fuck I wouldn't have. I just would have had sex on every surface in this house. <laughs> Which is worse. LMK. Um, my parents, anyway. I remember when my parents went out, they only one time in all my high school was I alone for the weekend, mm-hmm. but my parents didn't communicate that with each other. So my mom left town and my dad was like, and I was like, Hey dad, when are you going to be home? Cause I was like, it's eight 30. Where's my dad? Where is daddy? I'm, like, I'm like, it's eight 30. Where's, Where where's my legal guardian? <laughs> and my dad's like, I'm in Idaho. And I was like, that's not here. So then I lived at his house for like two days and then shit got bad. And I'll talk about that next week. (laughs) Can't wait. God. What if I wore this carabiner as an earring? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, please screenshot that. Jacob's parents are out of town. My parents think I met Abby. <laughs> I am fully getting railed and it's like he's getting railed back up. <laughs> oh fuck! Cut his last name. Did I already say his last name? Probably uh, a few times, but don't worry. Like it's no biggie. <laughs> Go I am getting fucking railed in his hot tub. It was that night that I learned that water and vaginas don't mix well. I've heard that. Uh, we fucked in his parents' shower. You were having we sex were... in the hot tub, like in the water. Yes, and then I quickly realized that's not how vaginas work. And then I was like, what if I like lean over the side of the hot tub? It was hot. Genuinely, it was. I feel like water sex is better in theory than practice. We were fucking like wild fucking animals. And <laughs> oh, then... Sorry. <laughs> Clary was like, and he was like, and the hot tub was like, and the hot tub was like, I'm a hot tub. His fucking neighbors were probably like, why is there a teenager moaning outside? It was, oh my God, I hate the neighbors. Were like, that thing that why happened. is there an underage orgy happening next door? Episode the neighbors title. were like, I can hear a 17 year old having sex. I don't like it. They're like, is this legal? <laughs> Am I allowed to Being hear this? Being forced to listen to child porn? <laughs> so, basically, my mom texted me at one point and was like, where are you? And I was like, Abby's. Ha, ha, ha. And then she, she was a like. She a selfie of her and Abby's. <laughs> we are in his bed. Yes. And she says. Oh, no. No, you're not. And then all the fucking sudden, I hear the minivan horn honk outside and girl the fear i can also tell you what song was playing while we were having sex when that happened and it makes it even worse do you want to hear it was it by trey songs i wish oh my god what is it what is it (laughs) 
Okay, it's arguably worse. It is the song Wasted by Tiesto. So straight Could up, not we're tell having you what that sex. Song like. Everyone go listen to it. We're stream, having sex. Stream Wasted Tiesto now. is singing, I like us better when we're wasted. And then all of a sudden my mom's like, where the fuck are you? And I was like, oh, I'm going to die. I did your okay, leap quick, forth. Quick cue. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Got to interject. This is the worst part, though. I'm I'm really looking forward to this. Just hot question, real quick. Uh-huh. Did your was your mom like no sex before marriage? Like, what was your parents' like overall stance on that? That I was lying to them. That's what they were upset about. Mm-hmm. So if you were like going to get railed, they by knew a, I was having sex. Going to get railed by a future cop, and she'd be like, "Okay, honey, here's some goldfish." Like, okay. Whereas my mom after prom was like, how was it? And I was like, it's pretty good. And she's like, did you kiss him? And I'm like, yes. And she's like, how was it? And I was like, nice. And she's like, oh, she did not know I had sex that night until three years later. Circumcision. (laughs) And I was like, so 99% of it was great. However, quick cue. My dick is broken. (laughs) I was so like, Dr. Brown, your urologist, does he have openings? <laughs> <laughs> so my mom honks the horn. I spring to life. The lights were on in the bedroom and it was dark outside. If yeah. you're picking up where I'm yeah. going with yes. this. I am standing naked in front of a window. <laughs> and Smart I text move. my mom something stupid along the lines of like, nothing happened. Like she even gave a shit about the sex part. And she literally said, don't lie to me. I saw you, which is when I just died inside. I have so then much gets secondhand sad. embarrassment right now. Oh my yeah, God. it's pretty, it's pretty awful. I was about to get um, sad. I, hot, yeah, it's less funny from here on out. I just, I, I, get I will in bring my the car. humor. I am ready. <laughs> I drive home and mm-hmm. I'm like, hi. And she's like, give me your fucking phone. Give me your laptop. And then proceed. To read all of my texts and Facebook messages. She found my Tumblr. Uh-huh. <laughs> Nick's like, I would have slit my wrists. My Tumblr's fine, personally. Mine was full of weird, fake, suicidal <laughs> bullshit. And then I had to explain the, like, Aesthetic. complexities of Tumblr. <laughs> like, <laughs> and you were like, it just looks cool to pretend to slit your wrists, mom. I'm like... Someone with a bruised neck is just like an aesthetic mom. You don't get it. But the problem was she read all my texts where I was like, I'm binge drinking and smoking weed. And she was like, what the literal shit? And I was like, ah, ha, ha. Questions? That's basically so many. Um, <laughs> you are the bravest person I know for still <laughs> sitting here with us today. <laughs> braver than that i I want everyone to take a moment just real quick everyone just pause for a second wherever you are take a deep breath close your eyes (laughs) and if you have a mom imagine your mom finding your texts when you are 17 years old yeah that's all that's all i wanted to say period she made a joke about like i'm at abby's house one time my mom read some of my Facebook messages like 
mm-hmm. on my iPad. She's like, I thought it was my iPad. And I'm like, but you don't have Facebook. Like what? <laughs> I thought I downloaded it in a sleeping state. I was also like 17 or 18. And I was like, I was like, this feels like a very big invasion of privacy considering I was such a goody two goody two shoes in high school. Like I did not drink smoke. No one wanted to have sex with me. And <laughs> my weird dick. And everyone could just tell. Yeah, like, like he looks he, like he's got a weird dick. He has a weird penis. Yeah. Everyone could just tell, not because I went around talking about it. Um <laughs> Yikes. Fuck, dude. That is kind of funny, though. I'm sorry. It shaped me into who I am. And the funniest part is that my mother grew to fucking love. Oh, really? Yes. After about a month of awkwardness, they became best fucking buddies. (laughs) We. I don't want to go into specifics of who this person is. However, at one point, your mom long post breakup. (laughs) Had recently turned like a week before had turned 18 and he had a girlfriend who was under 18 and they broke up and he was freaking out that she was going to like try to get him accused of like statutory rape. And he sat on my bed crying to my mother about it. And I was like, sucks to suck. (laughs) (laughs) He's fine. He's a cop now. Oh my God. Whatever. I did have another repressed high school memory Uh that has been just on the front of the brain recently. I'm liking these high school stories. <laughs> this is fun. A lot of fuck shit happened. I'll have to save mine for next week. Because so, otherwise this I, will be four and a half hours. Post high school, I really just said things. Yeah. You know, like my life coach says I can't have sex. And Less it's not my fault you want to fuck me. I'm still proud of Thought that. Thought about that, that daily one. since you said that. <laughs> It was pretty hot. Put that on a t-shirt. What did you say to the Scottish dude when you were like, when he was like, why don't you? I really want to take you home. (laughs) I can't do a Scottish accent for the life of me. I really want to take you home. (laughs) Okay, Spotify. (laughs) I always try to like get my head moving. I really want to take you home. I can't like, I really want to take you home. So he said it exactly like that. And I was just so turned on. No, he was like, I really want to take you home. And I was like, then why don't you? That's so hot. Who is she? I need she? to get a drink. I'll be right back. Okay. For context, I had previously been like a total fucking prude. <laughs> like I went, I had my first kiss at the end of eighth grade. And within the calendar year, I was then like sucking dick. <laughs> so we like, we did a lot. We, a lot happened in 12 months. Oh, to be... Not strictly homosexual. I. (laughs) Looking back, I'm not thrilled that I was doing that at such a young age. Mm -hmm. At the time, I was like, I'm an adult. I just I just mean that in the sense that like. Not that you're like, I'm happy I started fucking at age 14, but like I just mean I kind of wish I would I don't know, had. More That's time, fair. I wish I I wish I could have experimented more not as an adult. You know? That's fair. Because like my first kiss was like at age 18. I wish I hadn't taken it as seriously. We all have regrets. Yeah. 
Okay. I, I am happy I didn't take it seriously. Like I didn't hold, I didn't put a ton of weight on it, which is surprising. I was me. ready to marry every single person that I went to high school with. I almost said I love but you. But not at graduation. Holy fuck. I was like, you're going to be my one and only, but we're going to wait until we're like 25. First time I had sex Again. prom night. I almost said I love you because it felt so good during the you frauding. Me so good that I almost <laughs> <laughs> no, when Lana said that, I was like, you frauded me so good that I almost said I love you. Yeah. When Lana said that, I was like, prom 2K15. She was there. <laughs> Lana was at the backside of Mount Pisgah. Um, no, but literally it felt so good that I, I went, I love this. <laughs> I love this. This. Fuck my hole. Okay. Do you have a condom? I get- uh, no. Ooh. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm in this relationship. I truly have had my first kiss like six months prior. One of my new friends. I'm sorry. Can you school. hear my neighbor's dog? No. Good. I would, I'm going to kill that thing. <laughs> okay. So my first like close friend in high school was like, for some reason the like experienced one. I do remember. And at one point in time, she told me that she was half a virgin because she had been fingered. I always I wondered like, uh-huh. what that meant. Every time I watch mean girls, I'm like, what is half a virgin? Is it blowjob hand stuff? Virginity is a social construct. Fuck that shit. I hope we, we do not speak now for other reasons, mm-hmm. but I hope now she believes that virginity is a construct. And doesn't say weird shit like that. Like I was half a virgin when I was 14. I, <laughs> yeah. I hope no one says that out loud. I said, I said that to someone one time. I was like, virginity is a social construct. I was like a sophomore in high school. And she was like, um, what? <laughs> You know, and then she went into like missions in Africa. So we like know who that type of person is. But I was like, yeah, it's like it's made up. Like, what does that even mean? And she's like, it's not made up. Your hymen is a real thing. And I was like, yeah, but it can break by like riding a bike. Right. And she's like, yeah, but like it's still a thing. And I was like, yeah, but your hymen isn't virginity. Like, yeah, whatever. Okay, so anyway, I have this boyfriend. Yes. And my new wise and so sexually mature friend, what should we call her? Let's give her a name. Chrysanthemum. Chrysanthemum? <laughs> Is that what you just fucking said to me? You heard my fucking words come out of my mouth. <laughs> Crystal. So my girl Chrissy. Okay. <laughs> my girl, my girl chrysanthemum chrissy for short my girl crystal chrysanthemum <laughs> copper i was gonna do something close to her real name but i like chrissy chrysanthemum okay so my favorite she, flower oh, this is so ridiculous okay she's so wise and sexually mature mm. that she, and to be fit to her credit mm-hmm. She got bad vibes from this boyfriend from the start. Okay. Which. More power to her. He did turn out to be an abusive man. So mm-hmm. she was like perceptive there. <laughs> You're like, so I guess However, she was right. <laughs> Don't want to give her the thoughts, satisfaction. Weird approach. Yeah, yeah. Because she tells me for some reason she like really doesn't want me to have sex with him. 
which I was like, mind your own pussy. She was like, don't let your chrysanthemum be deflowered. By <laughs> She's like, you don't want him to pop your chrysanthemum. Do, do not let him pop your chrysanthemum. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just get one thing straight, Nick? You do know the flower is a chrysanthemum. Yes, I right? do. I do. Okay. It, it just, I got congested as I said the last syllable. <laughs> I was like, chrysanthemum. <laughs> And I got a mucus buildup. Right. So Chrysanthemum tells me, <laughs> I don't know what her exact wording was, but the gist was, if you let this boy finger you, yes. I'm going to be really fucking mad. And I was like, okay, third parent. And in my brain, I thought, that's fucking weird. I'm going to do as I please. Yes. And I guess lie to this person because she's being weirdly intense about it. Yeah. Understandable. My other good friends at the time who were supportive of my sexual endeavors, Mm -hmm. Michaela and Sophia, were fully on board. I get fingered. Your day ones. (laughs) They're like, go get that finger, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. But shout out. What supportive friends? Being a good friend means supporting your friend even when they're making bad decisions. (laughs) Even when they're giving their chrysanthemum to abusive men. At age 14. So I do the deed. And obviously, <laughs> I tell Michaela, yes. I'm like, yeah, he popped my chrysanthemum. <laughs> and Michaela's like, I don't know what that means. And you're like, it's a message from 2020. <laughs> and I was like, I feel like my 23-year-old self is talking to me. Oh, if I could talk to 14-year-old me. Clary, when we take those 20 milligrams, we're going to be talking to 14-year-old our 14-year-old self. I can't wait. <laughs> oh, my God. Um. Whatever, he fingers me. It's not that deep. Like my pussy. Or his And finger. I do remember. Oh, okay, this is gross. Did he break your hymen? He, he did. <gasps> However, it was not that exciting. It's like a tiny bit of blood. It is like a paper cut. It is nothing. Okay. In my experience, it wasn't. Okay. Maybe my hymen's still intact and I just haven't had it popped. I don't fucking know. My hymen was just so deep. <laughs> my hymen is strong. My hymen is different. <laughs> My hymen is 13 inches deep inside of me, and I'm waiting My for the right vagina of is to puncture eight. it. <laughs> if you are packing a 13-inch polenta roll, come see me, because I'm trying to pop my... my Nope. Girl, he broke your hymen. He broke your uterine lining. He broke your fallopian tubes. <laughs> he broke oh your small intestine. Anyway... Oh, I just thought of another funny story. Oh my God. Um, but sorry, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to speed things up. I know we have to read listener submissions. Yes, our, our, our fan mail. <laughs> we have to read. We have to read mail from our submissive. <laughs> we have to read mail. Oh my god! Basically, I get fingered. I tell Michaela. I go about my fucking life. <laughs> it's not that deep. For some goddamn reason, I think Chrysanthemum thought I was lying, which I was. Because I feel like she asked me. She's like, well, did you? And I was like, no, haha, I'm going to be a virgin forever or some shit like that. Why is, she, why is she obsessed with you? But like, actually, why is she like weirdly invested in this? She was always like that. Okay. Okay. So it's not just this specifically. No. Okay. Copy, okay. copy. What was her name? um, 
copy. Because Brian's ex-girlfriend. Uh, yeah, 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 I know. Yeah, I know who you, she is. God, yeah. I am blocked on every social media. I, I know. Um, however, for some reason, Michaela was taking a dance class at the same <laughs> studio. <a> that <laughs> For some reason, I'm, Michaela I'm, was taking a dump and I was like, where is this story going? They took a fat dump that day. Anyways. Um, it's like, this is relevant. So they're taking a dance class at the same studio that Connor was also taking a dance class at. And this was all like right before winter break. It. Truly, like, such a good mid-season finale. It's their big, like, recital. And Connor, being a schemy little motherfucker, asked Michaela super casually, so did Claret get fingered? And Michaela, not realizing it was a weird secret because, because why, again, why everybody in the situation caught me fucking slipping because I should have disclosed to Michaela I got fingered and it's top secret fucking information, apparently. Mm -hmm. But they were super casual and were like, oh, like, yeah, whatever. Mm -hmm. So then Connor is like, oh, I've caught Claret in a lie. Goes back to school. No. Tells my girl Chrysanthemum, come Monday, I get there and everyone is acting real weird. And I'm like, What's going on, guys? And they're all like, you lied to us. And I was like, what? And they're like, you did what I told you not to do. And I was like, yeah, with my own labia? Like, what the fuck? And I had to beg for their fucking forgiveness. That's basically the whole story. But it has been weighing if so heavily on me lately. If one of my friends was lately, anything but thrilled for me after my first sexual experience granted it all went well i'd be like fuck off i'm still so confused about that like what in the 2011 what the fuck if you've ever had someone dictate what you can and can't do with your pussy write in i want to hear about it because chrysanthemum try not to chrysanthemum if you're listening try not to make it too dark though <laughs> You're like, if anyone's tried to tell you what to do with your vagina, and I was like, maybe don't write those stories. <laughs> it's just me writing into my own podcast <laughs> about my abusive relationship. We're like, here's our fan mail. It's just like made up stories. <laughs> my name is Philippa. <laughs> it's like all names. We've they're used. all from someone named Philippa. <laughs> they're all names we've used before for like people. Hey, it's Jeff the cosplayer. I was wondering if I could maybe tell a story. <laughs> And, and we're like, no, <laughs> we, we <laughs> pretend Jeff wrote into us and then we deny him. <laughs> All right. But so Chrysanthemum, you are in fact listening to this. So I will get I'm to so my, sorry. my high school stories next week. And by my high school stories, I mean a fraction of them because holy crap. All right. What is up guys? It's Nick editing eight hours before the episode's supposed to come out <laughs> um so we do have listener mail but if we included that in this episode it would have been about two hours 40 minutes so we decided not to do that and instead i think what we're gonna do in the future is that with us reading listener stories, questions, whatever. We're just going to have that be a separate episode. Um, so yeah, that's why you're not hearing that 
now and why it kind of ended up abruptly is because we decided that once we saw like how much recording we actually had um, and how it probably wasn't feasible or fair to expect people to listen to like a three hour episode. LOL. But yeah, um, that was it for episode 11. But the listener mail tiny episode, whatever we end up calling it, uh, should also be out um, by the time you're listening to this. So feel free to go click over there. We'll see you next week. Also, don't forget to subscribe if you have not. Rate us five stars. Maybe leave a little review. Pump up our egos a little bit. I don't know. Do what makes you feel happy. But actually, please rate us five stars. Two Girls, One Brain Cell is executive produced by Clara Smith and Nick Curl. Editing and sound mixing this episode from Nick Curl. Music this episode from Anabolic Beats. Two Girls, One Brain Cell is produced in association with Haha ha Productions. If you could please subscribe and rate us five stars, that would really help these two broke bitches out. You can follow Clare on Instagram at thegreasetrapqueen, and you can follow Nick on Instagram at Nick Curl. Follow the podcast on Instagram and Twitter at Brain Cell Girls. And check out our website while you're at it www.braincellgirls.com. Just now, he's <laughs> watching it and celebrating it.